Sundar Pichai is the new top dog at Google's parent Alphabet. We'll discuss what this means for Google, YouTube, and the rest of the tech world. Stick around for your daily charge. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Charge. It's Wednesday, December 4th. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. I'm Maya Zaktar. I'm Roger Chang. And let's get to today's headlines. Late on Tuesday, Google founders Larry Page and Sergey Brin announced they were stepping down from day-to-day management of their massive tech conglomerate. Sundar Pichai, who was installed as Google's chief in 2015, is taking over the entire business, which includes long-shot projects like driverless cars and delivery drones. So, I asked, does this change anything with uh, Google, Alphabet, you name it? Uh, I wouldn't think so right away because if you look at how Google how Google's been managed since Pichai has been there since 2015, it hasn't changed like tremendously. Other than the fact that Page and Brink could actually reorganize the whole company. Now that you got Pichai in charge, I could see him kind of flattening the company out a little mm. bit if he wanted to. But mm. then again, you got Page and Brin and a whole bunch of other guys on the board of directors to determine what actually happens to all the other companies. Yeah. I would say, culturally speaking, there are going to be a lot of questions about it because Sergey Brin and Larry Page were famous for sort of bringing this kind of almost uh, chaotic culture of basically do whatever you want, kind of uh, experiment on different projects. Uh, and, you know, the whole don't be evil thing, that was, that was clearly from them. And, you know, companies kind of set their culture based on their founders, right? And so with them leaving, uh, it's kind of a tenuous time right now, right? There, there are Google employees that are, uh, you know, constantly threatening to unionize. There are a lot of morale issues over there. So there, there are a lot of issues with them leaving. I think some Googlers expected Sergey Brin and Larry Page to come in and fix it. But instead, it seems like they're kind of jumping ship. Do you think that this is the sign of the times? I mean, obviously, we've been talking a lot about the tech backlash. Uh, These two founders have not been the face of the company for at least the past couple of years now. It's been Pichai. So do you think they kind of saw the writing on the walls? That's kind of my reading of it, that they said, we we don't really want to fix those problems that you were talking about, Roger. Instead, we'd rather just step away and, I don't know, hug our billions and billions of dollars that we've made. To Taez's point, like I don't think a lot's going to change because Larry Page has stepped away from daily operations mm-hmm. for a long time at this point. Like I think it's pretty well known that he's, I don't know if it's checked out is the right word, but well, we'll just say checked out. Yeah. Um, but, and that's why, you know, what because Sundar has had such an active hand in running Google, I don't think it's going to change when he elevates the alphabet. Yeah. Ayaz, do you think that uh, Pichai is going to get rid of some of these moonshot projects? I don't think so. I mean, those are essentially like Paige's babies. And the fact that he's going to be running X as well and managing, overseeing X, that's the one with the with the Project Loon that has Internet on Balloon, the energy mm-hmm. kites and bizarre things you could think of. I could see uh, Pichai keeping that going for a while to see how long uh, something is profitable. Because so far, X is not and other I mean, bets that, has not done great. Pro- none of it is profitable. Right. right? So that's all, all yeah. crazy stuff. But you never know what's going to come out of it that right. works. So that's why you, you have these ridiculous kinds of things. Because who would have thought, oh, yeah, self-driving cars. The search company is going to make that work. Mm-hmm. And they did. Well, so- it's also still not profitable, though. Either way, next up, Qualcomm revealed a new phone fingerprint sensor that's 17 times bigger than the current iteration in the Samsung Galaxy S10 and Note 10. That should make it easier to use and potentially even more secure, allowing it to read two fingers at the same time instead of just one. It won't be any faster though. Roger. Yeah. iPhone rumors. Yeah, they you know the most interesting aspect of this is the rumor that 
you know, the next iPhone will incorporate this technology. Uh, Qualcomm has hinted that they have suppliers who've committed to using this technology. Um, so of, of course they're not going to say who it is, but we know, we know it's, you know, pretty certain Samsung will use it. If Apple does it, it's an interesting wrinkle. Uh, I am a little concerned though, because we've tried the fingerprint sensor from last year, the 3D Sonic sensor, uh, and it wasn't great. It sometimes didn't read. It was slow. Um, and like the fact that they're saying that this isn't any faster, it continues to be a concern to me. Right. It also had security issues, which Shara Tibkin wrote about in her story today. They exactly. fixed those, but it still kind of raises some of the questions about this new tech. Yeah, I think a Qualcomm representative said something like, "There, we've tested out like 99% of the covers because the way this flaw worked, the screen, the in-screen fingerprint sensor was reading the actual screen protector and not mm-hmm. the, the thumbprint yep. because Brilliant. it got fooled. They did patch that. So Qualcomm is very aware of this and they're going to try to make sure it doesn't run into the same problem. Yeah. I just remember because I got an early look at this fingerprint sensor at the beginning of last year, or beginning of the year before actually. And um, you know they talked about how you know it worked well with water. Like uh, if it was raining, it'd still work. You know, it was supposed to be more secure, faster than the, the optical technology being used elsewhere. Uh, but then it just it all fell on its face because like it wasn't good at all. Yeah. So and you have to be really on top of it to actually make yeah, it work, yeah. which is why they made it so much bigger. Exactly, making it bigger. I think that also the idea is you can use multiple fingers, which makes it more secure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it's promising in terms of security aspect. But if they can't get the speed down. I don't know if it's really worth using. I think they'll probably get to that. Obviously, the best fingerprint sensor would be one that takes up the entire screen, yep. unless they bring back palm the, reading. Yeah, you could do palm reading, but you know, I, I would I would like to see the button come back in some iteration on the front. Yeah. I still have an iPhone eight, so yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, it I'm, is easy to use now that I'm on like ten and above. I'm like I'm I'm done with the button. Yeah. All right. Lastly, Cyber Monday became the biggest online sales day in U.S. history, reaching nine. $0.4 billion, with a B. At the day's peak, people were spending $12 million a minute. What did you guys buy? Uh, I, I bought something, but I can't tell you what it is oh, because my it's, it's a gift for you. Oh, thank and I you. I don't want to ruin the surprise. Oh, my it's stars. Not. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a gift for my kid, and I know he watches the show every day. And I don't want He to, does? I don't want No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I just bought a bunch of random Christmas gifts. Nice. Yeah, I bought nothing on Monday. I bought all, anything I wanted on Friday, which is like two items. Same here. And yeah, then I was I done. Bought, I bought stuff on Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Yeah. By Cyber Monday, I was basically tapped out. Yeah, I didn't really need anything in the first place. I'm like, okay, I want to buy that thing for about three months. It's on sale now. I'll buy it. And that was it. Do we need any of this stuff? I don't know. No. I got a I got a Vizio soundbar. I'm pretty excited about that. Anyway, thanks everybody. I'm BFR. I'm Aya Zachar. I'm Roger Jay. Thanks for joining us. Can't get enough? Check out The Daily Supercharge, our extended post show with special features, audience Q&A, and in-depth reviews. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.